Hello, you're listening to Bureau Flow's podcast on how to transform your new product ideas into a thriving business. I'm your host, Marie-Louise Antonissen, and I'm a freelance project manager in the manufacturing industry. I love sharing my tips and tools to help you manage your new product development activities with ease, less stress and fewer hiccups. Let's dive in. Hey there and welcome again to a new episode and in this episode we are going to dive into a little bit more detail on how to determine the sales price of your new product. When you want to determine the selling price of your new product you need to consider the production cost, the competition and the target market. There are many factors that influence your final selling price and profitability of your new product. And if you want to have a profitable product, you need to carefully calculate the total costs to get from product ID through development, manufacturing, shipment and launch. Now let's dive in how you can determine the selling price of your new product. Let's first look at what costs are included in the production costs of your new product. The production costs of your new product typically include expenses related to the materials, labor and overhead required to manufacture the product. This also includes costs associated with quality control, packaging and shipping. It's important to carefully track and manage these costs to ensure that your product is priced correctly and your business remains profitable. This is one factor to consider in how you can determine the sales price of your new product. And what's included in the shipping costs of your new product? So next to the production cost, you have your shipping costs to get your product from the manufacturer to your um, warehouse or to your customer. The shipping costs of your new product typically include the transportation of the item from the manufacturer to the recipient's address or from the manufacturer to a warehouse and then to the final recipient. The shipping costs vary depending on the location of the manufacturer and the shipping carrier used. So manufacturers also include additional services such as insurance or tracking for the shipment. It's always a good idea to check the manufacturer's shipping policy to clarify what's included in the shipping costs of your new product. When we look at logistical terms and you're going to ship products, you often see the term FOB and that means free on board. And that's a term used in international trade to indicate the point at which the manufacturer or seller of the goods is no longer responsible for them. So when the goods are delivered to a designated port or other location, the buyer of the goods takes over the responsibility for the goods. And the term may also be used to indicate the price of the goods, which includes transportation costs to the designated location. So, for example, you get a price from a manufacturer for a new product of $150 free on board. So this term is commonly used in shipping contracts and can have legal implications. So it's important to understand its meaning when you do business in international trade. Now what's the other option besides free on board? The other option besides free on board is CIF, costs, insurance and freight, which includes the costs of insurance and freight in addition to the costs of the goods being shipped. So be careful when you sign contracts that you really know 
how the costs uh, are divided of your products that are manufactured and shipped. Now, what happened with the logistics costs during COVID-19? Well, during COVID-19, logistical costs increased a lot due to several factors. There were a lot of disruptions in the global supply chain. There were border closures and there was an increased demand for certain products. And the pandemic also led to a shortage of shipping containers and a decrease in air cargo capacity because a lot of uh, the flight traffic was cancelled and airplanes didn't take off, people didn't travel. And a lot of uh, shipment of goods, transportation of goods is done uh, via passenger planes. Um, so there's a limited amount of, of special uh, goods shipment on special airplanes for only for uh, transport of goods. Most of our goods which we buy are transported by passenger planes. And when those planes didn't fly during COVID, there was of course a decrease in air cargo capacity. And this resulted in higher transportation costs and longer lead times for shipments. Additionally, companies had to implement new safety measures and protocols, and this increased their operational costs. So overall logistic costs have been a major challenge for businesses during the pandemic. And as we know what situations we might face in the, we never know what situations we might face in the future, it's smart to consider having your supply base close to your sales market. Something to think about. What you should include in the warehousing cost of your products is another topic we are going to dive into. So we had our production costs, we had our logistics, our transportation costs. Now we are going to dive into the warehousing costs. Warehousing costs of products typically include expenses related to storing and handling inventory, such as rent or mortgage payments on the warehouse space, utilities, insurance, security, equipment, labor and maintenance. Other costs include transportation expenses for moving goods in and out of the warehouse and also costs associated with managing inventory such as tracking, counting and replenishing stock. How do you need to calculate the inbound and the outbound costs in the warehouse of your products? So products coming in and products going out again towards your customers. To calculate inbound and outbound costs in your warehouse, you will need to consider several factors, such as transportation, handling, storage and labor. Start by determining the cost of transporting of your products to the warehouse, including any fees for customs, taxes or tariffs. Next, calculate the cost of handling your products, including unloading, inspection and sorting. And then determine the cost of storing your product, such as rent, utilities and insurance. And finally, factor in any labor costs, including wages, benefits for employees who handle your products. By taking all of these factors into account, you can calculate a complete estimate of your inbound and outbound cost for your warehouse. You also have, of course, costs of sales staff of your new products, which you should not underestimate or exclude in the calculation if your product is profitable. So to estimate the costs of sales staff for your product, you include various factors, such as the number of salespeople you need, their salaries, commissions, they need training, they need maybe development, 
they get benefits and any additional expenses such as travel or maybe special equipment they need. Maybe they need iPads or computers or expensive product samples. Now you start by researching industry standards for sales staff compensation and benefits and then adjust them for your specific needs and budget. It's also important to consider the potential return on investment of your sales staff and ensure that their costs align with your revenue goals. And then you can make a decision if you need to hire salespeople and how much you need, how much people you need to uh, reach your sales goals. You, of course, next to the manufacturing cost, the transportation cost, the warehousing cost, the sales staff cost, you also have costs related to service and warranty of your new product. The service and warranty costs typically cover repairs and replacements of the product within a specified time period. The exact details of what's included in the cost varies depending on the manufacturer and the product. It's also something you decide by yourself next to some legal requirements of consumer products. Then some warranty is already arranged by law, which you should offer to your customers. And next to that, you can decide to upgrade some of the, that warranty uh, inf- uh, period. So it's important to carefully review the warranty information provided to understand what's covered and what's not from your suppliers. As some manufacturers offer extended warranties for an additional fee, which provide additional covers beyond the standard warranty periods. That's something to think about if you would like this and if it's needed for your new product. So you need to discuss and agree on these terms with your manufacturer if you outsource manufacturing and you need to sign a service agreement as part of the manufacturing agreement. Do your warranty and service standard match the standards from your manufacturer? And if you you need to address this early on in the development phase already. So don't wait until the end and your product is almost ready for mass production. You need to arrange warranty and service with your external manufacturer very early on in the process. Another cost factor are the overhead costs in your business. So what costs are included in overhead expenses of your new product and how to determine the sales price of your new product to be profitable? Well, overhead expenses typically include indirect costs that are not directly tied to the production of a specific product, such as the rent of your office, utilities, salaries of your assistant, of administrative staff, and other general operating expenses. It's important to carefully analyze and allocate these costs to ensure proper pricing and profitability of your new product. Additionally, factor in any shipping or delivery cost. You should also consider marketing and advertising expenses as well as any fees associated with selling through a third-party platform. And finally, make sure to account for any taxes or other regulatory fees that may apply to your product. By taking all of these costs into consideration, you can set a price that is both competitive and profitable. So here you have it, all the factors you need to know on how to determine the sales price of your new product to be profitable. 
And if you feel you need some help in implementing a step-by-step process to get from product ID to launch in your product-based business, you can sign up for the Product-Based Business Hub. This is something I'm working on and it's the membership for entrepreneurs and product-based business owners where you feel supported when developing your own products. Think of product development blueprints, product and project strategies, masterclasses on topics like we've discussed today, templates and Q&As that are waiting for you. You can connect with like-minded souls in the membership community and I'm preparing something great for you. So if you're interested and you want to know when the doors to this product-based business membership are opening, then you can click in the link in the show notes and you will be the first to know when doors are open. I hope to connect soon again. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. And I wish you fun in transforming your new product ideas in a thriving business. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel if you do not want to miss anything. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be thrilled if you took a few minutes to leave me a review. That does not only help other business owners and project managers like yourself find this podcast, but it's always great getting feedback from you. I encourage you to visit the show notes and check the links for more information. You can also subscribe to my email list to get interesting new content delivered directly in your email box. Please visit my website bureauflow.com to subscribe. Thanks for listening. Take care.